0: Hours, literally hours after WWDC, the Worldwide Developers Conference keynote from Apple. And and I just wanted to put down a few thoughts and audio format of what they announced around smart home. I mean, man, there was a whole bunch of speculation last week, a ton of blog posts. I think the Financial Times set off the big bomb uh, with uh, hints that there will be something around smart home. And... You know, I wrote a couple of posts about it, as along with about a hundred thousand other bloggers. Uh, Stacy Higginbotham had a, a follow up post, which had some interesting news, basically kind of downplaying what the announcement would be. And it turns out her her sources were pretty good because overall, what they announced, HomeKit was not this big product based initiative. Um, you know, not a big announcement of some new platform. Uh, with a hub and, and, and all the other things you can imagine from Apple. But instead, basically what they announced was a new uh, component of uh, iOS 8, uh, a new component uh, software framework and protocol that allows Apple to be a control point or I- iPhone devices or iOS 8 devices to be control point for the smart home. And, you know, I, like a lot of other people, were a little bit underwhelmed. It literally took a minute, a minute and 12 seconds total, of uh, stage time of about two hours for them to talk about HomeKit. So that's all the time they allotted to it. So when you're watching it, it seemed like a fairly small announcement and a little bit underwhelming. But upon further reflection, I think it is overall a good first step into Smart Home for Apple. Uh, and I'll tell you why. But first, let me tell you the basics of what they announced. Basically, they announced, again, HomeKit, HomeKit is a component of iOS 8, basically a, a protocol and a software framework that allows point devices, uh, different devices like lights from Philips or QuickSet Smart Locks to basically be controlled uh, with Apple iPhone devices and possibly Siri and also through a unified app experience. So you know how today you you have your Smart Lock, you have your Philips Hue, you have your um, other smart home devices, and you basically have to go from app to app to app. And so each of these smart home point devices have a different app. Well, basically what they're trying to do is create a kind of a unifying experience and, and control point that you can do through one app. It might be an Apple app. It might be like a separate app, but they're putting in the, the plumbing to do that, which I think is important. Second, you know, they did announce Siri uh, integration with this, which I think is important. You know, I've written about this quite a bit. I wrote a report, wrote a report for GigaOM, basically talking about how, uh, one of the key new interfaces for the Internet of Things, the smart home, will be voice control. And I think we're just starting to see that now. You're seeing it with the wearables. I don't think we've seen a big move um, by a big player in, into the smart home space yet. I don't I don't think Google's really announced anything major here. And so I think Apple kind of beat them to the punch. And so I think in this space race to make voice control a key interface for the smart home, I think Apple has kind of launched, launched the first important salvo here. I think if this takes hold. They also announced a number of partners. Um, they basically had like, I don't know, 10, 15 partners, including August Smartwatch, Honeywell, Schlagen, and, and Quickset to Smartwatch, Two big lockmakers who make Smart Locks, Philips, uh, Sylvania, SkyBell, uh, and a couple chip guys, uh, Broadcom, um, and Marvell. So important partners as well. And I think it's important to note that, I didn't notice any big platform players in smart home partnering. In this initial announcement of partners, it wasn't anyone like Control 4. It wasn't SmartThings, guys who want to basically control the entire smart home. It was more point solutions, which I think is an important distinction if you think about it. And I think this is an important announcement for these point solution providers who aren't necessarily making all-in-one encompassing smart home platforms. Instead, they're making a device that plugs into those platforms. And so these are the guys that partnered partnered with Apple for this first Announcement, and you didn't see any of the big guys' partners. So, I think that's an important thing to note. Uh, conspicuous by their absence are these big platform players. And so, my thoughts on this thing um, is I think that, you know, while it may be a seemingly small potatoes announcement, you know, small in stature, um, I think it's an important one that could have legs. And I think because there's so much balkanization. In the smart home space around software frameworks, around protocols, I think Apple's trying to basically put their first toe in the water, take their first step, whatever metaphor you want to use, towards trying to be ultimately the unifying software framework and control point for all these different devices in the home. I also think if I were going to look at who would be most threatened by this, I would think it would be, like I said, the smart home platform players, like Control 4, uh, SmartThings, and those guys in part because I think that Apple is is creating a technology that only ultimately could allow you to create a, a highly coordinated smart home. They mentioned this idea of parent device pairing and scenes and scenes are a language used by guys like control four, where you basically, where you basically create these uh, scenes and, and kind of uh, routines and program uh, around your life. As you walk in, lights turn on and, and the television turns on and, and your, and your thermostat goes on and you can basically set these routines. And I think, Scenes are an important distinction for these higher-end smart home control platforms. So I think it's important to note that Apple talked about doing that. They also had a lot of other announcements around the different things that they announced today for improvements to OS X, with a new OS X version called Yosemite. They also obviously announced iOS 8. And a big part of the iOS 10 Yosemite announcement was this, this new thing called con, con, Continuity, if I can get that out right. It's a hard word to say. Continuity. Uh, basically this idea that you have a continuous experience from your iPhone and then to your your Mac and to your iPad. You, you can basically, what app you're using or what picture you're working with, uh, a message you get through your, your your iPhone can then appear on your iPad or it can appear on your Mac. That's their idea of continuity. And I think that's important when you start to talk about the smart. And one of the key things I've talked about as we look towards the future with Internet of Things and new the new way we'll experience technology in the future is I think that technology experiences will be more continuous over time, meaning they'll be aware of kind of one theater uh, as you walk into from one theater into the next, from one life kind of station into the next from your car into the house into your bedroom. I think that the home systems will have more awareness of that and they'll understand what you're doing before and recognize that in the new home or the new experience. And I think this idea of pairing continuity with the smart home initiative is something I think ultimately Apple will try to do. And they didn't really call that out. They didn't really talk about that, but I think that's something that we'll probably see in the future. Lastly, I think uh, again, Siri is important. I think there hasn't been a big move by any of the big voice, voice uh, recognition players into smart home. There's certainly smart home devices that recognize voice to a certain degree, but it's all fairly small scale integration, uh, particular point devices. I think over time you're going to see, an effort by Apple to make voice and Siri in particular a key uh, voice interface, a key interface to the smart home. And I think this is the first step for that. So all in all, I think when you add it all up, while it may have been a fairly small amount of time on stage that they gave to it, overall, it may have been a little bit disappointing uh, because we were all kind of hoping for this big new product that can sit alongside the iPad and iPhone in the the Apple store. Uh, I think it's an important announcement. It's it's an announcement that there's some plumbing to it that developers can build around, and ultimately we'll see the fruits of this later this year. And I think it puts them probably in in probably a good position to launch a more kind of full-fledged smart home initiative later this year or in early 2015. That's my quick thoughts on it. Thanks for listening to the Smart Home Show. If you want to listen to more Smart Home Shows, please subscribe. Just go to technology.fm and look for the Smart Home Show, or just look for the Smart Home Show in iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Hey, thanks everyone for listening. That's my thoughts on the Apple announcement, and we'll talk to you later.